tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed, and a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to tinfoil hat. We, 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 we go deep, homeboy. And welcome to Tin Foil Hat. You know who I am. You know what I'm here to do, guys. Uh, this is a special bonus episode in the new studio. Mm. Pow! This is an emergency episode uh, for a couple reasons. Some I'll get into, some that I won't. But before I get into our guest, I really quickly want to let you know a couple things. Utah, this Saturday night, it is Tin Foil Hat live at Wise Guys in West Jordan. Your uh, your good friend and mine, Eddie Bravo, Reed Becker, XG in the place to be, and myself will all be live at the West Jordan Wise Guys. Grab those tickets now. You can go to samtriplee.com or you can go to um you can go to wiseguyscomedy.com as well. Then we also have this Tuesday night is a very big show. It's Tinfall Hat Comedy Night live in the main room. That's right, live in the main room. We got Eddie Bravo. We got Tim J. Dillon. We got Duncan Trussell, XG, myself, all packing it out in the first show. And then the second show after that is we've got Comedy Chaos brought to you by abx.org. Go to absoluteextract.com or abx.org and use the promo code CHAOS and they will get you uh, 20% off all your weed needs, whether it's flour, vape, uh, gels, you name it, balms, they got it, stuff for your JJ ladies. Get that snatch high as shit. Go and do that. Uh, and that is, we've got Russell Peters, Anthony Jesenuk, Sam Morell, Casey, Kelsey Cook, and... And Andrew Santino, and we're going to be adding another one there, of course, dude. And <coughs> today's show is brought to you by our good friends at Manscaped. Manscaped uh, is the number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for the family jewels, okay? It is the best. It is Lawnmower 2000, man. Skin safety technology so the trimmer won't nick or your snag your nuts, dude. Boom. Okay. Don't use the same term around your face or use it on your balls. That is just nasty. Even though I like getting nasty, you don't have to do it anymore, man. Manscaped also has a crop preserver that's anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why shouldn't you put deodorant on your smelly parts of your body, man? Clean them nuts up. Ladies are eating ass now, right? Ladies are eating butt, and it's like, I got a lot of shrubbage down there. Not anymore, dude. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, dude? Mark, you want your ass eaten once in a while? Do it for your lady, for your old lady. Clean that butt. Let it let it taste like fucking pink lemonade. The ladies love pink lemonade. So now all you got to do is go to manscaped.com, and you will get 20% off plus free shipping. Just use the promo code TINFOILHAT. All 
uppercase, all one word. Dude, clean your ass, Mark. Clean your ass. Mm. Clean your balls. Clean your balls up. Get, uh, dude, get a Decepticon logo gone, going on down there. Yeah, you could do like any tort. They have like. The bat signal. Yeah, absolutely. Because I need, God knows I need something to go down there. Yeah, you need something. Clean it up, dude. Maybe and that's listen, what Matt. it is. Maybe listen. she's just too embarrassed to tell me. A lot of people keep asking, Sam, why are you working out? Why is your sober October? Not drinking soda or putting sugar in your coffee. Simple, dude. Okay. I need to lose weight because I got six inches, okay? Mm. And anytime I add weight, I lose fucking some really important real estate, okay? The, the bigger weird. the belly, the smaller the penis. Yes. yes. And thanks to Manscaped, I can shave it down, and sure. it looks like I got more junk down there, I dude. Mean, it, it's optical it, illusions. I have literally like a little sprout now. Really? Just popping out. It's lost. It's gone. It, where did, and I look at it, and I say, where did you go? Yeah, Mark, it's okay. Thanks to Manscaped, now you have more of a sprout. I need this. You do need My this. My wife, actually, it, listening to this right now, I know is literally on their website ordering this for Christmas and stocking our stuff. Could you get it for your nuts, but for her gift? Like, here's your gift, clean nuts. Oh, that's smart. Right? Yeah. That's the key, is to convince your lady, this that is the gift for you is really for her. She wants a date night. Yeah. I'm just going to manscape. I've done that with Dodger tickets. Like, hey, I got you gifts to the go to this Dodger game. I don't feel like going. Bring your friend. Okay. Hey, look at that. Picasso down there, dude. I have a fucking alien maze going in my nuts telling you welcome to fucking Flavor Town. Thank you, Manscaped. <laughs> so go, use the, go to manscaped.com. That's M A N S. C-A-P-E-D dot com. Use the promo code TINFOILHAT. We appreciate them supporting the show. You're getting 20% off plus free shipping. Holla at your boy, dude. Uh, today's episode is emergency episode because I went last night with my brother and I saw the movie The Joker and I felt like it was very important to talk about this. So joining me, and I'm going to butcher his last name because he told me it's French, so say it with me. Uh, he was the director of Mysteries Decoded mm. uh, and we're going to talk about how well that episode did. Some Pretty might well. say it did the best of all the episodes. I don't think some would say that. All I, would say I that. I think the numbers would say that. Yes. Please welcome Mark... Therian. <laughs> Mark Therian. Okay, everybody. Yes. Uh, Mark, where can they find your social media so that. At say Kid Whoa. Say Kid Whoa. Yes, at Say Kid Whoa. Spell it for them. S A Y. Yeah. K I D W H O A. That's how you spell Whoa. Okay, cool. At Say Kid Whoa. Why is that? Why'd you pick that? You know, uh, have you ever seen Superman the movie in 1978? Of course I did. I mean, it was one of the most fabulous movies ever. Actually, little do people know, the, the moment Superman reveals himself to the world is probably the most racist thing in a superhero movie. Really? Because he comes out. Revealing himself, he, he does this revolving thing around a uh, revolving door. He comes out, and looking over to the side that sees Superman, the first person to see him is this black-ass pimp with all these hoes. Yeah. And he goes, say, kid, ho! <laughs> and Superman goes, excuse me. And then he flies away, and then the guy goes, that's a bad outfit. Whoa. <laughs> I absolutely love that. So at Say Kid, well, now you're going to watch that movie in a different viewpoint because in today's world, which is interesting that we're talking about Superman 
and Joker and superhero movies and how controversial they are, yeah. are becoming. It's and very interesting, in right? Yeah, because that was a joke in 1978 when that movie came out. But in today's world, people would be like, well, that's racist. Yeah, it's so weird. It's so weird. So we're getting into that. Johnny, can they hear you too? Yes. Okay, so joining us also on the ones and twos over here is uh, Johnny Woodard. You know him from Punch Drunk fame. He's the guy who's been nice enough to help me build this studio, and uh, he's done a wonderful job. Is this, what we're at- this is it. Okay. Are we going to get in trouble for showing this, Johnny? Probably. Yeah, yeah let's not do that. Okay. okay, I don't need to get flagged anymore. I just like That's they're so- looking to flag the show. But okay, can-, can we do what Joe does where we watch it, but we don't see it? Wait, can you listen to it and not watch it? Uh, okay. sir, you. I did a yeah, great. I don't. Version. I don't trust. Yeah, them. let's not. They're coming for me, dude. They're coming for me. My God, okay. they're coming for me, what bro. About free speech. I mean, we could listen to it without looking at it. Do you think that we'd still? still I think they'll the still audio, snag right? us. I think that's dude. how they get it. Yeah, that's what they're. They're looking to give me marks. I pay seven ninety nine a month. So I can watch that movie anytime I want it. So I feel like that's okay. I, it should be weird. Like yeah. if I purchased a movie, yeah, I, I should it. be able to use it in some kind of, you know, I mean, like does fair use laws come in on that? I own multiple VHS copies and I don't even have a VCR player. That's so amazing. Yeah. Dude. So that's I feel so like amazing. it shouldn't matter. That's so uh, amazing. Fair use is an interesting thing, but you have to contribute enough to make it your own content technically you know you have to oh yeah 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 you yeah. have to be like educational yeah that's why I, you that's why when you look up like a viral video and you all the links are just some guy talking about the viral video you know like the first 10 links mm. are just a talking head that's because they have to talk enough to use the video in question mm. to make it like legal so yeah it's such an interesting thing so i wanted to talk to you because you are a great director. I am, thank you. You are a great director. You were smart enough to direct me. <laughs> yeah. I was able to make you look smart. Yeah. Which was the key. Was it hard to shoot around my head bobbing all the time? 100%, yeah. But I that's was like, what- ah, ah, ah. And that's how I talk. Everyone thinks I have some kind of fucking disease. Tourette syndrome. Or, or something. So they're always like, dude, can you sit still? I'm like, I can, but I, when I listen, I talk with my hands and I listen with my head. Absolutely. Well, you know? I actually, I directed a, uh, a famous Bravo TV series that was based in Miami. One of the lead characters did have Tourette syndrome. Really? And you would never know. Really? We, we edited it around him. So with you and your tics and chewing gum problem when yeah. you don't even have gum in your mouth and all those things. That? Yeah, yeah. That? Smacking lips. Okay. And your ums. I'm not perfect. We made you out to sound smarter than you do on your podcast. Thank you, dude. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, it's very... It, I wonder, would you want to get your blown by a gay guy with Tourette's? Like, there's a quick, like, chance of, like, and then it's just a bite right there. What the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) Wait, would I want to be blown by a guy at all? Okay, let's say you're into getting blown by guys. Let's get past that. Do you want to get blown by a guy with Tourette's? I would imagine a female would love to get down with a man. I know, but you did a Bravo show, right? So I'm assuming it's a gay guy. Uh, actually, no, he was a boyfriend of one of the bitches on the show. Oh, okay. So yeah. I just automatically assume it was yeah. Queer Eye for the... I don't know why. When he hit Bravo, I just think it's all gay dudes. Every man on that show is gay nowadays. Yeah. But that show... This was like 10 years ago. 
But it was one of the coolest things ever because you never knew he had Tourette syndrome. Oh, by the way, you edited it. You're yeah. like, I'm a master. Well, I'm not an edit. I, yeah, I, I did. I edited around it. But the editors we had on the show were fantastic. Well, I love it, dude. I love it. So I asked you to come in because I went and saw the Joker last night with you, and it's very interesting. To watch this movie after. Uh, all the controversy came out right. with everybody saying, oh, don't go see the movie, uh, the movie. Uh, p- there might be shootings in the movie. It's like it almost makes me think that that was almost part of the marketing scheme is to try to scare people, make people think something's going to go down because then they'll just rush to it. Right. I, well, there were people at Warner Brothers that were actually nervous, who, by the way, owns the film. Yeah, they were they were literally suit corporate people at Warner Brothers who were like, I don't know, do we really need another movie that shows an alienated white man turning violence towards uh, society? It's yeah, like, is this going to cause another mass shooting? And, and and rightfully so, I can see where parents from the uh, the Denver shooting, the theater when during the dark night, I could see where those parents uh, were a little uneasy that right. some copycat would come out about and try to shoot up a right. movie theater. I get it. That's that's like PTSD. No, I totally get that. I get that. What I find very interesting, and by the way, if you're listening to this, you haven't seen the movie, you might want to hold off on listening to this until after you see the movie because it's two weeks out, and I think there needs to be a certain amount of time that, okay, you can't talk about for this time, and Johnny, you go to movies all the time. Do you want to have a spoiler, non-spoiler section at the top where you don't talk about spoilers, and then I'll Let, change the color of the lights? This let, is what another podcast does. They No, I'm spoiling the okay, fuck out right. of it. No, we're going to spoil it right, right from the start. Yeah, it's yeah. like, you know what, dude? Bail go, out now. Yeah, I'll save this until you see the movie, and I would suggest you go see the new movie right now because it's definitely a movie you need to see in the movie theater. It, yeah, it's just a great film. I think it's a great piece of art. And some people are calling it not art because they're calling it a, a propaganda piece or a work for violence or something like that. I think it's absolutely ad- – it's crazy. Have you ever seen a Scorsese film or any film in the 70s? Because that's what this film is. It's just a film Well, it's 70s. very much – I okay. So basically the movie is uh, – the, the director is um, – ta- Todd Phillips, right. okay. It stars Joaquin Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Robert De Niro's in it. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't think he was good in that role. Well, I'm going to be... <coughs> Maybe that was a tribute he, to Taxi Driver. It's a tribute I, to uh, Jerry Lewis's performance <coughs> in The King of Comedy, if you've seen that movie. He was gr- I think The King of Comedy, Jerry Lewis, probably one of the most underrated performances ever. That's what De Niro was trying to do, though, and I think that's why it didn't come off, because he was trying a little too hard to be Jerry Lewis. He's not... I like... Dude, uh, I think we'll agree, even though we know stuff about Robert De Niro now, thanks to uh, Crazy Days and Nights, (laughs) that Robert De Niro is uh, more compromised than we believe. Oh, yes. Absolutely. And that Straight lizard. Yeah, he is a lizard. Uh, That's why he's going off on Trump right now, unnecessarily... Um, I mean, like if you listen to crazy days and nights, uh, allegedly, but he says his name, which means he has evidence that it's happening that Robert De Niro plays, pays for all of who's the director. That's a pedophile that got busted. Um, Roman Roman Polanski's that he pays Roman Polanski's, uh, legal bills because he told Roman Polanski to go bang that kid in the ass in Jack Nicholson's house. 
and Roman blames him for everything. That's crazy. So Roman and like crazy days and nights, he goes, I will. If I name him, I have concrete proof that this is true. Wow. So Robert De Niro's in that. That kills me because uh, one of my favorite movies of all time is Taxi Driver. 100%. And I guess I'm kind of like when black people still listen to Michael Jackson. Yeah. They're like, I don't care. I'm listening to it. I don't give a fuck. It's bullshit. I didn't. I mean, listen, dude, I don't want to get. In a world where, like, I can't take a joke, and I know pedophilia is weird. I, 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 I didn't like Dave Chappelle's joke about m- those kids should be blessed that they got molested by Michael Jackson. I, mm, yeah. I, I go, Dave, if that was your kid, yeah. would you be cool with that? Yeah, I didn't like no, that either. Not would you be all. cool? Does he have kids? Uh, I don't. Yeah, I think he does. Is Mark sound okay? Yes, because I-, I can hear you, but I don't know if I hear him. I hear. Okay, then if you can hear him, that's all matters. I hear you. Turn up your headphones a little bit, maybe. Because um, I hear you perfectly, though. Um, I, I just think if it was Dave Chappelle's kids, he wouldn't be laughing like that. Now, granted, I do a joke. Full disclosure, it's on my special about I, this little Mexican girl came up to me at the dog park mm. and is like, and I'm like, how you doing, you little cutie patootie? <laughs> and my friend's like, dude, you can't talk to kids like that at the park. People are going to think you're a sex offender. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not a sex offender, but if I was, I can do better than that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's a great bit. Yes. Okay. It's fictitious. It's not real. Yeah. I mean, he's taking, and I don't want to be the guy who's like, Dave, Ch- Dave Chappelle shouldn't do that joke. I don't agree. With the, I don't like the joke. I'm not saying he can't do the joke. Right. Your bit takes a spin and it kind of feels like it's not in realism yeah. because you're taking it in a step. But I'll further. defend his right to say it. Yeah. No, no. Chappelle can say it and he's Chappelle, but he's getting Chappelle's stand up is preachy. Yours yeah. is not preachy. Yeah. Well, it is. Well, I'm a loser. You're, I'm a yeah. scumbag. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I don't preach to anybody. Chappelle's kind of like agenda now with his stand up to me. Personally. Well, that could be why it's so big. I mean, right, one, course. he could be a clone. We don't know. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah. How did he get so big all of a sudden? Like, he works out that much? Like, yeah. Come on. I mean, maybe the clone, maybe the clones bloat a well, little, right? If, maybe if, they bloat. That's their whole thing. They only have, <laughs> you can only have a clone for so long because it starts to blow. Uh, it's weird because so, he only bloated in the upper. His, yeah. Like, it's, it's the same It's thing. like, maybe, like, they, dude, the, we can't stop the upper bloat. The lower bloat, there's no lower bloat. It's only upper that bloat. Out yet. Yeah. The yeah. Dr. Dre bloat because Dr. Dre, like, disappeared oh, yeah. for 10 years and he comes back. He's jacked like he, he was in prison. Mm-hmm. I guarantee he was in prison. Prison. Dre was in prison for 10 years, and that's why he came back so jacked. That's you know, you're on the show that will listen to that point. Yeah. If there's any show you could come on and just out of nowhere just have a theory that Dr. Dre did prison time that nobody's ever heard of and be like, I, that's my feeling. I go, you know, it sounds like real to me. Yeah. And that's all really matters. That's what the show is. Just make up shit. So I, I, uh, no, nah, I don't know about that. Just, but just it's kidding. all good, dude. So uh, Todd Phillips produces, uh, uh, directed this. He wrote it. Yes. Um, if you don't know who Todd Phillips is, he was killing it in the early two thousands with uh, comedies. Old school. Old road school. Trip. Road trip. Road old trip. school. Hangover. Hangover. I mean the Hangover, dude. Yeah. Which to me. Is probably the last great comment stand. Now we have to say something. It's I guess it's the last white great comedy oh, because we've seen. I mean, like there's been a couple like uh, Kevin Hart movies that I thought did really well that were funny with you the know? Rock. With the Rock, yeah, I actually laughed out loud. I so, did like that one with the Rock. Yeah, but we all know political correctness. Yeah, is. Killing. A weapon against white guys. Uh, yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. It's a weapon against white guys. 
cancel culture is coming for white guys. Right, which is kind of the theme of the Joker with all the people that were negative towards it. It was like saying, well, do we really need another white criminal, a yeah. white mass shooter, or a guy that inflicts violence? And I'm like, well, I'm sorry. The Joker has been around since the 30s. Yeah. Okay? And he's always been white. He's always been a homicidal maniac. Yeah. He always robbed banks. He always insisted ensued mass hysteria always ensued based on the joker's prime directive so this was just a movie that showed you in a realistic setting how he got that way and i love that we'll get into that but uh the notion that this is going to incite violence is hilarious well none in two weeks what violence has happened that's been incited due to the joker no zero yeah i heard that there was a theater in Times square that got uh, that a guy went a little nutty on, and then people got nervous and they evacuated. Well, there was one where some black guys yelling at some white guy about getting lippy. That was the only thing I saw. Yeah, but-, but none of that had to do with the Joker. Yeah. Okay, but this, the fact that they had to put signs up. There were signs in even middle of America, in Nebraska, in Colorado, in Florida, in Ohio, signs saying that this movie has violence in it and it might. Like, when have you ever seen that? What, yeah. what are we living in? Well, if, if you saw that during the Terminator, would you go to the movie? I mean, you get into the whole, um, what was the uh, sh- the Denver, Colo- uh, the Colorado shooting? Aurora. What was it? Batman. Aurora. I mean, you go into like who that kid is, who his dad was. Again, a kid who has ties to intelligence, man. Right. And they, they never talk about that. How it's like, and supposedly his dad was going to testify in some crazy shit. And then let's get into the fact that once again, there's witnesses saying four guys in black were shooting up everything. And there were more than multiple shooters, which we see every time. Right. Well, and that's just it. It's like, you know, this movie didn't have a mass shooting in it, by the way. It it actually was uh, the only thing that I thought might have taken a turn for politicalness was the fact that, and this is where we're getting into spoilers. Yeah. So Thomas Wayne, who is Bruce Wayne's father, Bruce Wayne, of course, becomes Batman. Thomas Wayne's a a big character in this film. He's actually running for mayor of Gotham City. Yeah. And he is literally written right out of the pages of Trump's Twitter. He's he's 100% definitely supposed to be Trump. And then he gives a speech. Did you see that, Johnny? Because I didn't see that, didn't but I'm not that. against that idea. Because for me, the people this movie resonates with are Trump people. I took that more as, huh. you know deep state elitist guys, but I could be wrong. Well, I just thought the, the way he incited mass hysteria by his speech. So the Joker becomes the Joker when he commits murder on the subway. Yeah. And so he, he, there were three stockbroker type yeah. yuppie assholes yeah. poking fun at a drunk guy on the subway. And that this the Joker just starts laughing. Well, or uh, Joaquin Phoenix, Arthur, that's his character's yeah. name, which is my father's name, by the way. Okay. And I see similarities. So I'm just yeah. going to go out there. <laughs> yeah. I get why they call him Arthur. But anyways, so uh, Arthur starts laughing on the train. Yeah. And the yuppie pricks come over and say, what are you laughing at? Then they punch him in the face. They start. And what does he do? He stands his ground. And he shoots the motherfuckers. Which now, was in his right I to think do. that's where it gets interesting. Right. dude. That's where he becomes the Joker. Yeah. I think there's something. The reason I feel that, like, I feel 
And maybe Todd Phillips is from Hollywood, so maybe I don't know if he has that view to see it as. I don't see Trump as the guy that incites right. And Johnny, check me on this if you don't agree with me. I don't see him as the guy who incites riots. I see the guy who's a straight shooter. I, I don't I don't see that. Maybe I'm wrong because maybe he says he talks a lot of shit about uh, social justice warriors and, and these idiots on TV. Maybe I'm wrong on that. I saw this as like the deep state I, people. I'll say I definitely thought he would he would be a liberal. Uh, that's uh, what I thought. Thomas Wayne. Well, yeah. Thomas Wayne's normally humanitarian. Yeah, well, and that's the biggest but, gripe I've heard about the film from comic book heads is that they disliked how because Thomas Wayne is generally a benevolent kind of figure in the in the comic books and history. Yeah. Or it's how he's portrayed, which is an interesting thing because up until this moment, we thought Batman's dad was a good guy. Right. But what if he's just a yeah. rich guy right. that got fucking PR'd into right. being a, a nice guy and he's really a scumbag? Yeah, it's well, a fascinating choice. That is, that, well, it's not even a choice. That's more realistic if you yeah. think about it. And that's why I think there is a comparison to Trump there. Now, I, I agree with you. Trump does not incite riots and mass hysteria okay there are people in the media that will say he does but and you will see nancy pelosi pull her hair out over him yeah but you won't i don't there are no riots because of something trump tweeted okay right if anything there's riots at the water cooler but there's no riots in the street yeah however in this film after uh arthur shoots those yuppie pricks but no one knows that he does but they just say they know he's wearing a clown suit and he said that's what he is, is just a clown, which is something Trump would tweet. Okay, that moment is. Yes. And so, that moment is. So I'm not going to say what you said is wrong, but I'm, I am I never go, oh, that's Trump. I thought that, oh, this is the mainstream media, and they're, they're, they're like a, a Beto, a guy, yeah. or you know, uh, these, they've said the same things about people on the right. They've said those kind of cruel things. They just don't get counted. By oh, the you media remember ever. like ever. Hillary, like Hillary. Remember when she goes there about the, the deplorables. Deplorables. deplorables? Yeah, like that's what I took it as. Yeah, right. me too, like you know. Okay, but that's interesting. I, but I'm not gonna say that you know because I don't know where Todd Phillip falls on the spectrum because he is in Hollywood. But this film and what I've heard him say is that he hates the cancel culture, which to me says he's not part of that Hillary really won bullshit group. Well, I, I, exactly. He said, he said he left comedy because of PC culture. Like, it ruined comedy, and he had to get out of there because he knew he couldn't be funny anymore. And the people I know who talk like that don't hate Trump. Well, uh, yeah, but he has come out vocally against Trump. Okay. He is vocal against Can you look that up? Yeah, I'm going to do it right now. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure he's come out vocally against uh Trump. Uh but I do not and I'm pretty sure he he falls more on the left side. I'm not saying far left or He but, could be a liberal. A yeah. liberal yeah, is Yeah, he's definitely a liberal. Which is which is what I am. Right, but see, that's the thing. There's libertarian, whatever. I don't even, I consider myself purple, okay? Which is neutral all the way down the road. Can you look look up? He did War Dogs, which is a complete anti-war Oh, movie. yeah, it really is. He's yeah. a, He is a liberal. That was an underrated film, actually. Yeah, it's a very good film. Um, but I think that, that fat, Jonas Hill drives people crazy. I oh, think. I, I'm so glad he backed out of uh, uh, the... Um, 
the new Batman movie. If we're still talking, we're we're still on Batman. No, have you it's seen fine. The, have you seen the casting one. for that? Oh, yeah, it's, it's gonna an, be great. You think Robert Pattinson is Batman? Yeah. Why not? Who's Robert Pattinson? The guy from the vampire. Those, he was those, a vampire. Those emo vampire movies. I never saw one of those films, but I See, think he looks like Batman. That's where we suck. That's where you start to lose everybody. Look at this guy. He's totally a liberal. I mean, you don't. Well, you don't. Know, I'm not going to judge a guy by how he you looks, don't man. manscape. I, dude, I'm telling you, bro. Like I, that. I, I just this movie doesn't reek of that, and I'm not saying as Todd. Can we see where well, he said something? And, and I will say that not saying something about Trump in Hollywood is almost the equivalent of being like a pro-Trumper because you yeah. can't you risk your career if you come out. And, I, and you if right. you if if you could find the links, link them in the I'm comment looking, section. Yeah, link them in the comment section. He, this you is, know, this is him saying outrage is a commodity. Director Todd Phillips bashes far left criticism of Joker. So right, that's, that's far left criticism, yeah. but I know he says by I've read an article where he says by no means I'm a Trump supporter. Uh, well, well I, no, that's I mean, that's yeah. that's, that's I think everybody says that. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, yeah. yeah. Everybody goes uh, cuz that's that thing you have to do with Trump now is you have to like have this Kind of fine print. What's that called when you kind of got to give a disclaimer? Yeah. yeah. Like, you got to do a disclaimer before because yeah. you don't want anyone to think that you might actually like be like, uh, I like what's going on, which I do. Yeah. Here's, here's his quote on the, well, on, the I, on the film if you want it. What's outstanding to me is that in this discourse, <laughs> in the discourse in this movie, is how easily the far left can sound like the far right when it suits their agenda. It's been really eye-opening for me, he said so. Yeah, there's an article actually about how we're going back to the Tipper Gore times. Yeah, you sent me that. Yeah, and I couldn't agree with that more. Yeah, we are. And Tipper Gore was she's far left as can be. You know who she's married to? I can't believe she's still married to the guy. No, they got divorced. Oh, I mean, they did. Yeah. Oh, Listen to this quote from the Time Magazine critic Stephanie Zachary. Okay, I she just says, all you had to do was say Stephanie. I knew yeah, it was going to be yeah. dog shit. Oh, he, this is talking about Arthur in the film. He could easily be adopted as the patron patron saint of incels. I mean, what incels? What, what are we talking about here? Yeah, you know, I mean, <laughs> like, if, did she just look that up in the Wikipedia and she was like, "I'm going to use this in my Time I, Magazine I, I, article." Women do that all the time, by the way. And I, I love women. We got a lot of smoke shows who will listen to the show, <laughs> but it's like, dude. They love to do that. Like when you criticize women, they go, oh, do you even have a girlfriend? And I'm like, yeah, I've been with a girl for 16 years. And you just see them be quiet because that's the ultimate thing. Like if you don't get pussy, you, you whatever you do is creepy and you're a loser, and uh, which is somewhat true. But uh, the point is it's like used as a tool that, you know, like uh, you ever hear that they say a single man could never get elected in this country? No. That's interesting. Right, well, here's here's a quote about Trump from earlier. It says the director of the Hangover trilogy uh, says that the mayhem created by Donald Trump could be funny. Th Todd Phillips said he was more pro comedy than pro America. Hmm. Uh, so I mean that's that's certainly not a criticism. Yeah, I would I would I would tell you, man. Like this movie doesn't get done by somebody, I, and it's not that he has to support Trump. Here we go. But here's another quote. We do so much fucked up shit in the world. We cause so many problems in the world. Making this movie, and he's talking about war dogs here. Yeah. yeah. This movie just kind of more solidified my opinion than anything. It's crazy. Now Donald Trump's going to be president. Here's my thinking. I like comedy more than I like America, so I'd, I'd be like Donald Trump might just be funny. Huh. One, but he, that one, was before yeah. he was elected, though, right? Or wh when was that article? This would have been, twenty. yeah, August, 20, August 17, 2016, so... After he yeah, nope, it hadn't happened yet. Yeah, he yeah, hadn't even go. been elected, so he, but that he was on that side shit. where he didn't believe it. And listen, <laughs> let me tell you, man, when Which Trump no was coming did. up, 
there were people putting out stuff that made me think that they were rooting for Trump. And you know who did that? Michael Moore. Mm. Michael Moore, when he went out there and he goes, you know, you know, these people in the factories, they hear from Trump because he wants to bring the jobs back. They're going to vote for him. Like, like, why are you saying that? And then Chris Matthews on heart hardball is yeah. like, dude, I don't, I mean, she has to answer some questions because I don't know if this is the best choice for America. It was these weird little moments where like, they're like kind of their soul was like, I have to say this now. Huh. And it was just these incredible moments. I'm like, oh, that's an interesting statement from a guy who doesn't, um, who's supposed to be so anti-Trump. And I just feel like people were very scared about what's happening because I think there was a lot of people who knew a lot more than American people did. Right. And they knew the real thing with Benghazi. They knew the the real stuff with Benghazi, right, right. with the Chinese emails. Yeah. Like, it's like these things keep coming up. And all I know is about Trump is like, this is what I know about Trump. That the the thing they bring up all the time, which is his, uh, is his, why doesn't he put out his taxes? Yeah. Wow. And like, if you read all the stuff, there the war came when these deep state motherfuckers used to mock Trump right. that he was paper rich, cash poor. Right. But which is um, which is what most billionaires are, aren't they? and what most Americans most Ameri- are. Well, yeah, because I mean, if I could write off ninety grand, I'd write off ninety grand. So if you threw this out right now, if his taxes came out that Trump wasn't a billionaire yeah. and he was really a billionaire on paper, I think most Americans would be like, "Yeah, yeah, welcome to my life." I fucking everything is I'm knee deep in fucking credit right now. Yeah, uh, problems. I just like I, I I it's it's I'm not saying that the guy in the in the White House right now is a savior or walks on water. No, no, dude, you don't get to that position. You know, it's the no. old saying like you got a better chance of getting a rich, uh, a camel through the eye of a needle than you do a rich man into <laughs> heaven. And it's just like it's the truth. Yeah. No, and 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 that's the thing. I mean, that's why Mark Cuban won't even run because he's like, I don't want any of my skeletons to come out. Why do you I'm- think Howard Stern stopped? Yeah. running for governor because <laughs> they wanted to put out his fucking uh, his, all of his, uh, his, his taxes, dude. Yeah, that, that Mark. You think Mark Cuban doesn't write off nine hundred ninety nine million dollars in taxes a yeah. year? Of course he yeah. does. They. That's what the bit that and, and all Trump does is find a loophole. That's all he's. That's well, the, the whole, with, based whole on thing the law. is like I'm a billionaire. You don't know me, right. and it's like, oh, according to your taxes, you're not a billionaire, and they right. think that's gonna because that's cares? what they mocked him. No, you and I don't care. I don't. But to those billionaires, that's what they think is the. So that's why you keep seeing yeah. these guys right like going after Trump on his taxes because they think that's the ego that's gonna hit him. And I tell you. People aren't going to care. No one cares. And it's the same. Like Zuckerberg's company is worth a billion dollars. So is Zuckerberg, what is he? Yeah, he can have every Now it's coming out. He's, his wife is best friends with Giselle. 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 Uh, whatever her name Maxwell is. Like, uh, the, you know, uh, Jeffrey Epstein's like, you know, <laughs> pussy broker. We all know. Like everybody's got a, a chick who's their pussy broker. Yeah. Well, right. Right. So back to this movie, man. Great movie. It was a great movie. Yeah. Uh, what the first thing that upset me was that the guy does one set and he gets a late night show. Right. He gets a pair on a late night show. You do one set. When I was a young comic, man. Yeah. I mean, like I wasn't even comic. I wanted to be a comic. 
I remember watching Punchline with Tom Hanks and yeah. Sally. And like she does stand up for a week and yeah. gets I that pissed me off so that much. That comedy's so bad. I'm like there's no way that's real. That's uh that show that's on Amazon that gets all the buzz now. Marvelous M- Mrs. M- Maisel. Maisel. Yeah. She's like the same thing. It's same comedy. Yeah, it doesn't take long. Rogan really likes that show. He's talk he talks about that show Rogan a lot. does. Yeah. Does he? Yeah, he, he's always talking about that show. Yeah. It's, it's not, very hard to watch a stand-up show because yeah. he said the stand-up's really good in that. I don't know. I haven't seen it. So I don't I, I don't look I, the stand-up is he it's, says it's ra- believable. Yeah, okay. But it's not believable in that she's like famous overnight just because oh, you know, in, in a well, time where she's I, I gotta say viral. though, the reason I buy it in the world of the Joker is because it's not he's not on the show because he's good well, at stand up. It's because it went viral yeah. about how bad he was, which well, I could the, totally see that. The viral. two comics they have performing, Gary Goldman and Sam Morell, yeah, are both fucking ninja writers, dude. They're both like two of the right, best. But you understand, writers right? He's not on the late show because, right, right, because he's right. good. They it's were trying not, to make yeah. fun of him. Well, well, and they were trying to capture. You see it all the time now. They'll have a viral star yeah. on a late show now. Yeah, to kind the of word catch that viral wave. didn't exist back then. By the way, I just want to point that out. In yeah, I think it's another well, way. People it's know what they were culture. talking about in viral terms. That was like you had a cough. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's so interesting because oh, what was I going? Oh, people were. Ta- I was talking to somebody today. I forget who. Oh, my friend Taylor. He was like, "Dude, the thing about the Joker is I've watched open micers." Do that on stage. Oh, yeah. Just have meltdown laughing, super meltdowns on stage. Right. And just say, you all suck, and this room sucks. And people, I, I, I've heard more suicide jokes at an open mic night than any other night. For sure. And you're like, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's not going to work at the store, bro. I mean, well, are you every, working? <laughs> well, here's the problem, dude, is like, it's uh, being at an open mic yeah. isn't about being good for the store no. the, being a, a good at open mic is about being good at an open mic right so now you can move to the next level it's like video games you got to clean each level boss before you're allowed to go fight the next level right, boss right so what you do in an open mic is try to make comics laugh right and once you make Ooh. comics laugh then you move to like bringer shows and i got really lucky because i had a stripper in a wheelchair bit oh. that I jumped right out of open mics killer, to bringer yeah. shows, and they would have me close them out. That's yeah. a killer. And it, oh, it was great. Yeah. And it's a real bit. It's it was so, so good, funny, man. dude. I can tell you exactly why. You ever drag that out? No, it, that's a young man's bit. <laughs> yeah, it's physical. It's really. Physical, uh, I, if I go down, I can't get back up. Yeah. You should have it. You should have it recreated though. On but television. it's so funny, man. I got accused Acting of. Uh, I'm not gonna get into that because it. it's you just gonna fucking it. cause flames. But at every <laughs> level is is a different kind of comedy. Right. And, you know, comics at the top don't realize that because I go, hey, dude, if you're not, let's say you're playing theaters in the Midwest. Right. Come to L.A., do an open mic, and see how your theater comedy goes in open mic. Yeah. You're going to bomb. Boom. It is a different comedy. Open mic here is like T-ball. You're really learning how to just swing the bat. But you are you are trying to make, you have to go super dark because the people you're trying to make laugh are just like jaded fucks who just want to be famous so they can bang all the chicks and get back at everybody they know from high school. Right. That's what it was. You know, like the the bit Sam Morell does, he does he's gonna do on a special. Like that guy's not at an open mic. That guy's a real deal, but that dude walking up, good luck. Yeah. 
Well, and, and I think he just made it on the show just to get picked on, and that was that was fine. But it was it, it all kind of played out in his head. So there's there are theories that they're like that didn't happen because you know in the movie he also had this moment where he's fallen in love and she's fallen in love with him the the neighbor when it turns out that she thinks he's a fucking crazy fuck but they were making out so there are some there are some theories that that might not have happened well it's possible it's because possible. what do we do we go from him running from the cops right, right. to him being in the green room yeah. And you're like, what happened to the? Uh, oh, the cops didn't the cops follow him onto a train? I forget the sequence that happened. The but, French Connection. Yeah, total yeah, rip yeah. Off. You're like, where did that? Where did that yeah. happen? See, that's and that's why there are theories. I like to believe that it did happen. That he did get on the show and he did get picked on and then he did blow his head off. But there are theories that say that was just playing out in his and mind. It's possible, and that is possible. And but I don't and also because if you're a schizophrenic and not that I am but I've heard that you have hallucinations and you have delusions and you hear voices and these are all things that he had so it is possible that his delusion of him standing above everybody being cheered upon and they ended there with the clouds is just a delusion He's just seeing that. He's seeing this mass Well, uh, here's, let me just say, I think that part was real. And I'll tell you why. Because it fits into the story right, of the Joker the and the Batman. Going on there and shooting, I don't know if we've ever heard that part of the story. So that could have been in his head. Right. Uh, I believe the part where he's inside, he's, you know, people were riding against right. him. Because we see that later on in the in the Batman movie that everyone loves, which is Heath Ledger's Bat, uh, Joker. Right. Where, like, the straw man, what's it, the scarecrow? Scarecrow. Is there, and this was a big thing in that movie, that they were trying, ri the, the elites were put on trial, and they right. were forced to, like, walk across a frozen thing where they would fall into the water, that's and I think the, uh, That's not the Heath oh, Ledger Oh, you're thinking movie. of Bane, yeah. That's the Bane one, where they were on trial with the Scarecrow. That's the Dark Knight Rises. Okay, yeah, that movie. Yeah, where they put all the... That's the Tale of Two Cities reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that fit, that all starts to fit together. War versus the poor. Yeah. Poor versus the, the rich, excuse me. Well, that's it, what this whole movie's about to me, is class. The yeah. The Joker movie's just all about class. That's warfare. what they're really mad at. Yeah, uh-huh. Right. That, exactly. It's not the violence that right. might be in the theater. It's that you start realizing that it's about class. Right. And it's not about fucking uh, white guy violence. No, that's what this movie's about. Class, right? Elitist versus the poor. And and if you remember, in the late seventies in New York, what was it was the poorest city in the world. Yeah, it was trash on everything. There was, and this is New York. I mean, it's straight up New York. The Bronx still looks like that. That's why they were able to film there. But they were literally doing a replication of what New York was like in the late seventies, which was poor and which was high elitist people like Trump. Like Trump and Trump's father, they still dominated the city, and you had very, very poor people that lived in the in in the other boroughs or in the Lower East Side, and you had a lot of heroin and crack and cocaine addiction. All that stuff is real in this movie, and I think when the Trump-like character, or in this case, Thomas Wayne, says something really that picks on all the poor people, it incites mass hysteria, and I think that's just a reference to today – 
me personally believes that that's like Trump tweeting something crazy and then mass hysteria ensues. But it's mainly just a bunch of freaking far left liberals going crazy and no one really gives a shit. But but where is the Trump incites riot thing that that this is referring to? If anyone's incited riot, it's George Soros funding Antifa. I mean, it's just come out more and more that he's funded. I have a clip, the number one, the the, the pin clip on uh, the tinfoil hat cast. Twitter is basically, uh, what's his face from CNN, uh, Wolf Blitzer, going, you know, George Soros funds all these projects. Well, he has for years. And, yeah. and he just got bust a giant, like... Dude, his foundation got hacked, and they found all these emails where he's funding all of this shit. Is all that tax deductible too? Because I'm curious. The George Soros donations, because that what's his tax return? I don't return even know, like? dude. They yeah. don't think about that though. For because he's a billionaire. Yeah, Where's they don't tax pay return? taxes. Dude. Yeah, they don't. Pay That's taxes. what the Panama Papers were all about. Right. Yeah. So, so we watch this guy. He has a job. The jo- Here's the thing that people don't realize about the Joker is that this guy is is gets fucked with right. every single moment. And he never incites riots until somebody fucks with him. Right. Well, and, and, and that was it. It was like they laughed him, they punched him, and then he just – he was like, you know what? Bam, I'm going to shoot you. And that's and – that's, what would you do? And you know, when you break this down, like who likes this movie, who doesn't like it? I don't think women like the movie very much. My wife did. Okay. I, I'm not saying like yeah. every single one. I'm saying right. in general. Right. I get it. The feeling has been that it's not, women aren't really into it. And I felt that I had a lot to do the same thing with uh, Fight Club. That uh, yeah. women hated Fight Club. Right. Did Fight Club uh, start a bunch of fight clubs around the city, by the way? I I'm think just, it did, though. Did it really? I think people started. You know? There was a story just this week in North Carolina. Really, this nursing home. the The nurses set up a fight club among the the elderly residents. Oh. It's awful. It's so well, bad. dude, when I went to high school, the PE teacher had, start, had, had classes of we, we did Fight Club. Oh, yeah. I don't blame the film though. I mean, that's not. No, I don't believe in that. Where I'd, you blame yeah. art for inciting any kind of violence. Well, I just don't believe that. There's a New York Times article that's saying that the film. I read. Uh, no, I'm sorry, the New Yorker. Their review, just to get a a liberal, a far left liberal's opinion of the movie. Yeah, I mean, they flat out said it wasn't art and that it does incite violence, and it does. And I'm and the guy's like, you know, he he's you. Does he say that about Fast and the Furious? Right. It's it's so shocking. He actually compared it to uh, a movie that I hadn't heard, which is a James uh, Cagney film called White Heat, which came out in 1949, and at the time. Literally, if you watch that movie, within the first five minutes, James Cagney literally murders like everyone he comes in contact with during that film. Yeah, but dude, I'd like to hear this film critic's take on Taxi Driver, right. which is seen as one of the greatest movies of all time. And dangerous and scary, but true. Because who you could, you know a guy like that lives in New York. He's a little nutty, but he also, he was, lo- yeah, this is this is uh, White Heat right here. Cagney was the shit, man. But look at him. See him here with the gun? He literally kills everybody in this fucking film. It's crazy. It's, a, it's an insane movie. I mean, movie. like, dude, like, every, every show on TV is a cop show with guns. Yeah. Every, every movie now is a cop, is, is people shooting guns. Yeah. I mean, what did we like Breaking Bad for? Oh, yeah. 
Like Breaking Bad didn't make people go, oh, dude, drug dealing might be cool. Yeah, no. I mean, come on, I man. I didn't want to go and make meth afterwards. I did want the money. Yeah, I, didn't wanna, I mean, like, I don't want to do the work for the yeah, money. Yeah, but dude, it's like, it's it's just like, dude, how many people died there? Dude, Game of Thrones? Yes. I mean, the first couple seasons, violent deaths. Yes. But Heads. everybody loved it, dude. Yeah, well, and there was, that's the thing. And, and they even pulled a joke when they put Bush's head on a on a stick and they were like oh man see how cool we are we we don't even like bush you know yeah, or whatever. They, I, I gotta say though they claimed that that was because they could not afford they at that time they didn't have a big budget so they were buying used heads yeah but you know they loved it it, it leaked yeah, because they were so proud. they did take it out though they yeah but so do you uh, believe that. that from the people who left fucking bottles yeah in their fucking i believe they would fuck up like that uh, yeah I totally. guess so yeah. yeah that's a good yeah point. but the, i don't I'm I'm telling you, when that guy put the Bush thing on a steak, he was like, yeah, fuck Bush. You yeah. know what I mean? And so, we all got behind that yeah. because Bush had lied us into As a war. Right. 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 Well, and that's what war. But now that's we have how you get into war in Game of Thrones. Saturday Night Live just taking like the power elite side. Oh, it's terrible. And like, dude, it's really crazy because you're saying that about Trump, but it's like. It's pretty obvious who has the power base and what's really going on. And the demonization of Trump when Trump is doing what? F like trying to get into, I mean, like, dude, he's like trying to stop fucking the trade deficit going with China. Yeah. Why is everybody hating that? Right. Even in LeBron, too. LeBron's even on board with China all of a sudden. Like, dude, what the fuck does LeBron political know? Political correctness yeah. got exposed. We've seen behind the curtain. And the little guy running the thing hates white guys. And he's just making it so you fight with white guys. Right. They'll do anything now. Crazy rich Asians hating fucking <laughs> a guy doing joke about fucking Asians. But then the New York Times editor can put out a tweet basically saying white people should die and she gets promoted to an editor on New York Times. It's exposed that what it really is, right. which is a tool to get us to fight with each other. Right. And everyone's cool with fucking change until it affects the bottom line. Dude, the NBA is in deep shit, dude. Uh, yeah. For, well, and, and that's ridiculous because in Chi because China was their number one market. Right. right, but they should be in trouble, though, yeah. dude. Listen to me, Mark. When they fucking make us look at oh, fucking WNBA players in our all-star games because we got to respect all women, and then you fucking fly to take it in the ass from China, who's killed more female babies than probably most people who've died in all wars combined. Yes. It rings fucking hollow. Steve Kerr, who I feel really bad for about his dad that's so super tragic and how Reagan was very kind to him. Much right. respect to Reagan yes. on that moment right there. Right. But Steve Kerr, don't tell me about power structures and shitting on Trump when you're supporting a government that is kidnapping Muslims and putting them in camps. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, I, uh, I It's don't like know you can't... <laughs> dude, you just don't, like, go, hey, man, I'm... We're hypocrites right now. I would respect that. Then don't tell me that like LeBron James is trying to say, oh, you should have been educated on that we were over there. Come on, say that, dude. Yeah. Come on, say, dude, you should have not put that tweet until all the NBA teams were back. Right. But he doesn't say that no. at all. Right. He goes, you're not educated on the situation over there, which is the Hong Kong protest. And you can sit there and tell me the Hong Kong protest is a CIA thing. That's fine. But you know what? The Chinese got, and I've been to China. They left me alone. They probably won't let me back in after sure. having a couple shows I've done. Yeah. 
They've listened to every one of your shows. No, but the dude, way. they do check out that I know, shit. When I they, know they do. When they ended telling a fucking DJ he couldn't go there because he liked a Hong Kong tweet. Yeah. And then like LeBron James, who put out that somebody put the N word on his on his house in Brentwood when it was ne- it never was true. He right. just put it out there. Right. Or when he went off on Phil Jackson and talking about how because Phil Jackson said him and his posse, and he tried to spin that into racism. Yeah, that was that was just unfair. Or we have I mean, Ellen talking about how she'll never have Trump on because he doesn't have his her values when her whole back. Look at her set. Dude, well, she, look she, up her set, will you? Look up Eleanor's set. Yeah, she's had a lot of it sets. It looks like Jeffrey Epstein's island. Yeah. Well. Look at it. I know you want to work on it eventually, Mark, and this is Sam Tripoli. Maybe you want to work on Ellen at some point. <laughs> no. Is Sam Tripoli talking? No. My wife would love Ellen, but I'm, I, I don't <laughs> Look at the color scheme in the back. Look at that. Look at these white right there. Where's the triangles? Right there. Boom. Same color scheme. Look at that. Oh, look at that. A fucking palm trees. Just like, dude. I, I've never seen palm look at trees this, like dude. that. Palm trees. And there is the, the oh. color scheme of his temple. Oh, well, and then they got the worst country music singer ever. Uh, right now go there. look at Trump's, uh, go look at Jeffrey Epstein's island and the building. So that's not Beverly Hills. I'm just that is like Beverly. I'm Hills, just gonna but, throw yeah. that. That out is, there. Be- but my point is, what that, does it look like? The colors and everything absolutely match Epstein's Island. Yeah, it looks exactly like Epstein's Island. Looks like his house that he that weird temple he had. Find the temple. Oh, that temple is creepy, dude. Right, that weird temple. Oh, right here, right here. Go oh, yeah. click on that. That thing is weird. Look at the color scheme. Oh yeah, and then look at the palm trees. Masonic. Look at that. Yeah. Ah, it's a small image. Hold on. Right down here. Any of these. You could just find them. Oh. And then you look at Ellen's set. Looks exactly the same. Palm trees, blue, white, blue, white, blue, white. And now she and then she's sitting with George Bush. Who's like re- She got free tickets. She got free tickets to the game. Well, to go with George Bush? Yeah, because I can he tell you right now he I wouldn't him. take them. <laughs> from Bush? No, fuck no. no fuck dude. that guy. That's <laughs> like an endorsement Palm of him. Palm trees. He, doesn't he own the Rangers or something? Oh, here we go. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> he did. Look at that. Palm yeah, oh, trees. Okay. And then let's click on one of these. Hold click on, here. What? Not Florida Georgia line. Can screen. we find somebody just... better? You're so ridiculous, dude. Dude, come on. Like, um, they, you just like tell me Blake which Shelton? one you like. Come like, on. Oh, yeah, the... any, they're right there. Yeah. Right oh, there. wait a second. There it is. That's good. Right? I see that now. same fucking thing, dude. a tiny little... Yeah, but they have the same architecture. It's, they, they have the same decorator. Dude, she even told look at that, dude. Palm tree, palm tree, palm tree. I mean, like, dude, it's the same shit. Can we can we get on uh can we now see the daily oh, show? Oh, here we set? go. Somebody already did this for us. What about the today show? Oh no, CBS. They're, oh, there you go. Wow. Look at that. Wow, yeah. Look at that, dude. It's the exact same thing. Palm trees and blue black, blue, white, blue, white. It's like, dude, you I mean, like, I've learned there's no coincidences, but you know what? Maybe it that. is. Maybe no. it is. No, I, I believe that there are. Then no we have Nike telling everybody to, oh, take chances even if it costs you everything. You know what costs you nothing? Making kids do fucking your, make your sneakers for nothing. Did Joaquin Phoenix go on Ellen? I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm curious. He, you know, his real name's Leaf Phoenix. Remember when Leaf? He used to go by Leaf. Yeah, Le- Leaf. I Leaf, remember, right? that's his name. Joaquin is Leaf. I just found that out. Whoa. Joaquin is Leaf. Leaf, Leaf is Joaquin. Yeah, see? Yeah, because his brother was River, right? I mean. Yeah, oh yeah, River Phoenix, who died on uh, the Sunset Strip. Yep. Yeah. At where? The, At Viper the Viper Room. room. 
The Viper Room. Where, okay. you, where you can find that. Sam Tripoli's. Yeah, really go to samtripoli.com. Look at my special. So the Joker, there's a whole bunch. We're going class, okay? We're having- It's uh, definitely about class. It's Violence. Yeah. All right? Hey, can we, just real quick, I want to come back to something you said oh, about them saying it wasn't, a critic saying that that was not art. To me, that's the- that's the most ridiculous thing you yeah. can say about this the film. The New Yorker, it's not art. The I mean, New Yorker. Give me a fucking break. I'd bro. love to know what that that uh, that critic's view on the all female Ghostbusters was. Wow, you don't yeah. get to decide what art is. Yeah, though, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, well, art is subjective. Yeah, absolutely. So it, it's, it's that's not a critic's job is to tell you what's art and what's not art. Right, but the film is art. I mean, it's like of it, course it, it, is. It, it 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 compares to the French Connection. It compares to Taxi Driver, and those movies are locked in your brain. You see them once, you never forget their imagery, their visualness. From a director's standpoint, from a visual standpoint, these movies are what you study. This is a character study. This is a writer study. I don't care if there, there's no political views in my mind in this movie. It's just a fucking movie and it's a brilliant movie. Yeah. And it, yes, there are some things in this time that we live in where there are mass shooters and there are mentally unstable people with guns and things like that. That is not the message of this movie at all. No. This man was given a gun by somebody. He didn't want a gun. Yep. He didn't even want the fucking thing. Yeah. It's not a movie about, it's just a movie about a mentally unstable person well, who it's was also probably talk about like mental illness. Yeah. He was, he was beat as a kid. He we talk beat. about that. How like we live in a world where like, you know, we, these kids, they get traumatized. We do nothing for them. Yeah. We create a system and we throw them into these really cold, cold environments well, to, you know, and it's just like, I don't know what the answer is, but it's like, whatever we're doing now isn't right. That's interesting too, because uh, you know how the Bruce Wayne foundation for always the, in, in the comics, Bruce Wayne is a big supporter of orphan children because he was technically an orphan after his parents died. So he always supported orphan. He had a house and the, the Wayne foundation, all these things that's not written about here. In fact, it talks about how Wayne is cutting funding for the mental institution yeah. Yeah. in this film, which is actually another realistic thing because right. that is what, what happened. What gets cut first? Mental health. Right. Mental health gets cut way before yep. anything else gets yep. cut. And this movie is really talking about how it's important to give people the help, the, 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 the help they need, especially when you have and mental I'm health. I'm sorry, dude, but if you study this whole child protective service shit, yeah, Dude, those aren't good people. Well, they took him. And yeah. so in the movie, they take him away. And he goes to where? Arkham. And he gets beaten while yeah. he's at Arkham. Yeah. And then he has a head condition. And, yeah. and and there is this moment, which is probably the biggest surprise of the whole film, which I think we would be remiss if we didn't talk about. They basically say it's possible that Thomas Wayne fathered Arthur. Which, if that's possible, imagine the mind fuck that gives you. You know what I well, mean? Well, it's like the whole thing he was up for adoption, but then there was the, the possibility that he faked that. I'd love to know right. what you guys think about that. That's yeah. a great, great, Be I, listen, it's, it could go either way. Because I, I'll say, I was almost certain he was not, that it was in his head, until he saw that photo at the end, which is almost like, you remember the end of uh, Inception, where you the, the you don't you have to decide for yourself if the top is spinning falls or, or falls? Yeah. yeah. And that was that moment for me. You remember at the end when it, on the back of the photo, there's a note from Thomas Wayne. Like, right? I can't remember exactly what it said. I don't know. I, it's I, something about something, I love you. Yeah, yeah, something to suggest that hey, man, maybe this is real. Holy shit! So it's listen. Is it? Do you think uh, the billionaire 
had sex with the maid or the secretary. Yes. And fucking <laughs> impregnated her. Yes. Yes. Is that possible? Yes. yes. And would the billionaire be able to falsify records and, yes. and make it go away? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So. I mean, like, dude, that's the story of Hitler. I yeah. have to tell you. <laughs> Hitler's grandma got knocked up. She had Olis. Olis had Hitler. Yeah. Olis uh, was the son of a Rothschild. Right. There it is. So Joker, Hitler, ah, you know, the comparisons. But I think that what the, what this movie says is like people aren't born bad. They're made bad. Right. And people come to this world and she goes, he was always a laughing little boy and he just got life shit on him. Right. Every time he incited riots was after somebody had fucked him. Right. He never went out and fucked with anybody. He didn't do anything to incite a riot. The riot was already happening around him. He was just a product of the system that was happening around him, which I'm not here to defend any mass shooter, but you got to say to yourself, there are always signs. They are always the, the ones that kind of go beneath the radar. You say, yeah, he's a little nutty, but what do you do from nutty people? You stay away from them. You ignore them. You hope they go away. And they do go away until what? They make a huge explosion and then you know whether they kill themselves or they go to jail it doesn't matter that's what causes mass hysteria but like none of the and, and like i just loved every tie-in it's just a movie again you have to there is some realism in it but you have to take yourself out of that and realize it's also fiction so yes was there a bunch of guys in clown mask you know, burning the city and rioting and all that stuff. Yes. Did Tom, did, did the Bruce Wayne moment, the, the moment that makes Bruce Wayne who he is yep. happens in that film, yep. which I wasn't expecting by the way, right. but that's caused by the mass hysteria of Thomas Wayne's big mouth. So it's funny how Thomas Wayne is almost the one that caused it. Not the guy, the Joker, you know, the guys I find that didn't like it are the guys who have the same probably vibe as a three dude shot in the train. Like they're drunk, they're Elitist. stupid, they're fucking with women, right. and then they get lit up. And I find like that's the guys that don't like it. Like, dude, this is, I mean, like, how many times have you watched movies where the white guy gets kicked in the nuts, punched in the face? There was a movie, I saw a TV show where these this mob had. Um, kidnap a man and a woman and the woman is lipping and they keep punching the guy in the face. Mm. And it's just like, nobody complains about that. Right. And you know what happens is when you teach people, they could just punch anybody in the face. You know what they do? They do it. And guess what they find out? The guy punches back. So when I always hear would say people don't hit women, don't hit women. You no. know what? Tell women don't hit guys. That was one of the big criticisms of hateful eight. Remember? Because the, the, the female lead in that, remember, she got punched in the face like a lot. And that was one of the big funny moments was her getting punched in the face by, I think, Kurt Russell's character. Dude, what about Airplane? You remember that? Where they were lying yeah. up to smack that yeah, chick? That yeah, that was a different time, though. That was fun. But, <laughs> but, dude, that's the thing. That was a different time. Yeah, it's not. Dude, it's, but it's that not, was a different time. No, you know what it is, man? When we Shut up. What, yeah. I, what I'm saying is critics didn't hold... I mean, yeah. they didn't care about that back yeah. then because it was a different culture. But I don't. And now they're going to crush you if you but do. But that's it. the thing. It's like so. And I, I applaud Todd Phillips for standing up to the cancel culture for yeah. doing this film because. But it's not. I don't see. I don't know. And maybe it's my age. Maybe it's I'm the demo. I'm a white guy in my 40s who loves comic books and is kind of a nerd and really thinks the Joker is one of the greatest comic book characters of all time, if not character. Uh, and so I'm a big 
fanboy over this shit. But at the same time, I applaud the fact that he made a real fucking movie about the guy. Because what caused, what creates a fucking mass Dude, murderer? Dude, he wasn't what? born a monster. Yeah. Society shit on him. Yeah. Mental health, they just discarded him. Yeah. They gave him a shit job. Ran by assholes who threw him under the bus. Kid Guys jumped him. For no reason other than him laughing, okay? Right. And I don't by any means feel sorry for him, but at the end of the day, you know, this is what we talk about when we say mental health is the problem. Guns do not kill people. People kill people. How about the moment where he let the little midget leave? He could have fucked that guy up. Totally let him go. Only. And what'd he say to him? You I, were always nice to me. You yeah. were always nice to me. And you know what? Like every time, you know, when you hear about like killers and they have their little list or people... They, they only want to hurt those that hurt them. Yeah, and it, again, it goes back to elitist fucking people, dude. Right. These elitist fucking people. No, and, and you know, so, I, I, again, I can't justify why anyone would go to a school and shoot up children. I can't justify why you would shoot up uh, a mall or why you would shoot up a concert. I can't justify any of this. I don't understand it, um, but... You know what? I do believe mental health has a lot to do with it because I can't even fathom. These are, and that's why it's interesting to know. And I think that's a good reason why we're discussing this is when you think about what was in his head, what was a delusion, and what was real and what's fake. Because to be honest with you, a mass murderer, a mass killer, somebody that is a schizophrenic cannot tell the difference. And I think that's important message that well, comes from Well, it's like, hey, movie. dude, you can't. Well, another thing, and we got to wrap it up here, is that uh, people, um, people uh, uh, over-medicate. They're like, you're on seven medication. I had a buddy of mine, dude. Mm. He had a, someone he knew very close to him on like eight medications, ends up robbing a fucking bank and shit. You know, it's like, these are real things, man. They over-medicate you. That's a big message in this film. I yeah, because he was medicated. Uh, and again, there were a lot of... Lithium was very known to cause hallucinations. And that's why they stopped lithium in the uh, 60s and 70s. But they gave it to everyone in the 70s. Yeah. Well, you know what he said in that? Yeah. He goes, you told me I have a condition and I'm not. It's just me. Yeah. And that's another thing. Like, we're trying to fit everybody in this square peg. Uh, we're trying to fit all these round holes in the square peg, you know? Right. Yeah. And uh, uh, a square peg into a round hole, excuse me. It's a tough, t- it's a tough saying. I, and I've just been butchering stuff all, all night, but mm-hmm. I'm trying, dude. You know? So we keep trying to... For- it's like, dude... There's no one mold. Right. You're fine. And you know what? It's okay to be depressed. It's okay to be sad. Well, it's okay. You know what it is? That tells you to do? Change up your life, man. Right. Yeah. What is making you sad? Fix it. Yeah. If you're doing the same shit over and over again, expecting it to change, it's never going to change, That's man. Now, I'm not saying that everything mentally can be fixed by doing a couple more push-ups. Yeah. Okay? There's obviously some stuff, chemical balance and stuff that if you need help, get right. But just know that you're being told this by people who profit off of selling you prescriptions. Absolutely. Clean your room. Clean your <laughs> schizophrenia, man. It's like you got to deal with that mentally, okay? You got to deal with that. I, you know, and uh, listen, I don't think enough push-ups can stop you hearing voices. No, you can't. I don't know. I don't know how you get schizophrenic i don't understand that but uh apparently most psychotic people are schizophrenic yeah man i mean when rogan always says oh man uh conspiracy theorists is schizophrenic i don't understand that because that's not 
we're not hearing voices. No, you're we're just not looking m- into it. You're looking, like you say all the time, you're just, you're just, re- you're weird. looking for the truth. I just don't like getting lied to. I don't think we'll ever find, I think the, it's so layered, dude. Mm-hmm. Once you discover one layer, there's another layer right below it that it's like an onion. Who yeah. knows if you ever get to the middle of it. Yeah. But uh, finishing off this movie, I think it was a great movie. There were things I, I know he didn't want a three hour movie, so I wish he would have dove more into those right but maybe after talking to you those were done on purpose yeah i think personally now that i've thought about it now i'm talked to you about it there are things now that i think were delusions in his head i didn't want to believe them at the time but i think that makes it even more interesting because that's the mind of a schizophrenic that's the mind of a psychopath i'll say really quickly there's one theory that the only murder he does commit is the final murder of the therapist at the very end you know where he kills right. the therapist that's one of the main leading theories interesting. yeah because yeah. i didn't believe he killed his mother either i thought she just died on his bed but it just he you know i don't think he killed his mother. the story the joker does that fit that narrative yes well i'd like to talk about one thing though speaking of the just really quickly the story of the joker if and i think they did this deliberately because joaquin phoenix was really uncomfortable with their possibly being a follow-up film connected to batman he really didn't like he said anytime they brought up the wayne name during filming he really got weird about it joaquin phoenix like he just doesn't want to be in a batman movie I think the age difference between him and Batman is going to be so significant yeah. that by the time Batman comes of age, he's going to be how old? What, 60? Yeah. 70? Well, mean. I think I would think he's about in his 30s. And what? and Bruce is probably you ten. Think Joaquin Phoenix in this movie is in his thirties. I do. But I just think I think he's in his. Th- if that could be what he really is and what the role is he's yeah, playing. Yeah, I would say he's, yeah, he's thirty thirty-five. It's a hard live thirty-five. So well, I mean, a, like, well, dude, duh. you go through all the Batman's, dude. Right. I mean, all the Jokers. Either There's way, so many 50s, different though. ages. He's yeah. within twenty Jack to twenty-five Snickle, years. Yeah, Joker would look like he was in his fifties. I don't think it matters. Whereas Heath Ledger's look like he was in his thirties. I hope they do a follow-up though they, they're a little more open to it now than they were before I well think, joaquin said he would do another and i think they well, will here's what the, we find out it's gonna make a billion dollars when you do a movie that doesn't shit on white guys people go and see it i mean it's like it makes you wonder if this is even a business or just a propaganda machine Excellent well it point, is man. now i mean here's the quote real quick what do you before, mean it is now well sorry <laughs> well because like literally i just read the quote uh there are a few rank and file employees at Warner Brothers that worried that the violent, hyper realistic movie, such as The Joker, is potentially dangerous. That rather than critiquing the societal failings that have given rise to America's mass shooter crisis, the film legitimizes such atrocities and could provoke more of them. New York Times. Bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit. You know what that kid, Disgusting. that person who wrote that is a rich kid. Bullshit. And they don't want people going after the rich. Because I said this before on this show. There's two things that hurt rich people. Emotions and violence. Yep. And that's what they always say you shouldn't. They, they hate meanie words. Okay. And they hate violence. But they're bullies of, themselves. Of course they are. They're fucking bullies. They, but they don't. Why what, is Patton Oswald go after uh, 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 Chad Zumach? Mm-hmm. Sending his whole four million fucking subscribers after him. And then when Chad's like, which he completely spun the joke, which was sleep lightly. Okay. (laughs) And then he spins the fucking joke. And then then Patton Oswalt's like, oh, he's threatening me now. Why? Because it's the one thing Patton Oswalt can't control. Right. Yeah. 
Pat and Oswald, can you get a million fucking Twitter followers to go after you and crush everything you believe in? Absolutely. But when it comes to fucking one-on-one, he ain't got shit. Hmm. And that's why they, violence is, you know, when the Black Eyed Peas punched, punched Prez Hilton in the face, what did he say? Violence is never the answer. What are you talking about, dude? You yeah. sicked all your followers on them and their fucking songs. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying Black Eyed Peas are good, but you literally bullied them online. Right. Yeah. I mean, what's, the, that's, I And think now he got a hold of you and fucking knocked you? Yeah. And now you're like, that's not the violence. This, I don't know where you fall on this, but this is very similar to the Peter Thiel situation with Gawker. Where right. they hammered him and they hammered people in the press for years, dirty journalism, not in my opinion, not real journalism. And well, then Peter Thiel secretly journal. financed, you know, financed uh, their downfall and that lawsuit. And they completely, and I think that's just a simple fight thing. fire with fire. Yeah, yeah. And, and I don't, just you know, the Peter truth, Thiel dude. Might not be it's the like they guy. hate everything that can really affect them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is emotions because they can't control their emotions. When the moment they're born, they're in the best schools, they're going to the best colleges, they're getting juiced into the best jobs with the most security, going to the high-end parties up in the hills with the most security. They're never feeling real-world consequences ever. I mean, look at Hollywood compared to the rest of the country, how the rest of the country is crippled by lack of jobs. Right. And this town is like everybody's getting soy lattes, going to Pilates class. Right. Right? So they don't get affected by real world fucking issues, except their emotions. So jokes are the worst things in the world. Saying meany things are the worst, as long as you're saying about them or who they care about. Right. But they can tee off on poor white guys all they want. They can tee off on all these fucking people because it's funny because it's punching up this made-up bullshit thing they did. Right. They they only like to live in their world. They only like to live in San Fran, New York, L.A. And I've lived in all those towns. Yeah. And I'll tell you, and I'm not from any of those places, you know, and I never fit in. I don't fit in here. I didn't fit in in New York. I got fired off a job from a major television show, major, Emmy, won an Emmy. It was on Comedy Central and won an Emmy. That's all I'll say. The host of that show fired me in person. And you know why I believe he fired me? Because he found out who I voted for. That's the whole elitist society right Ugh. there in New York. Oh, for sure. Yeah, the whole thing. So it's not about and these liberalism, which say, is open-minded to yeah, everybody. It's not like open-minded. you got to have group think. No. Listen, dude, and this is what we're going to end on. Political correctness is pro wrestling to rich kids. <laughs> yes, that's true. Okay? That's right. It's pro wrestling for rich kids. These guys are the bad guys. These guys are the good guys. And you don't realize that they all work together. And that they think they think too that they can fight fire with fire by bullying back with their words, but that's not working anymore. And that's why Trump got elected. That's why I believe Trump got elected. Yeah, Trump got elected because fucking middle America's dying. Yeah, and, and they, they're dying. They need somebody to give a shit. Right. And he acted. And he, and he whether taught he, us yeah. that the corporate America fucked the, the U.S. worker right. by making a deal with China, that making China put tariff on our goods. So they were like, dude, we got to build over there. The tariff us. Yeah. And you move all the jobs over there. So And then what we discover? That U.S. troops and the U.S. military is not a defense. It's an offense <laughs> because we got hit on 9-11 right. and they purposely let that happen. Yes. Right? So they, now we become the stormtroopers for the international banking cabal. That's not code for Jews. That's code for international banking cabal. Okay, and they, they, dude, Trump, and this is where we can hit Trump is sending troops to Saudi Arabia. Right. It's <laughs> like we don't need that. We don't. 
I don't even care if uh, let somehow Saudi Arabia be, is the good guys. Let them defend them. They're the richest country in the world. Let them defend themselves. Right. They don't. Do they have a military or they just use swords? They, I don't know, Camels man. But the swords. point is, it's like there's no <laughs> they, real point in sending U.S. American boys and girls no. protect oil fields somewhere else. Right. Like we have U.S. American boys and girls protecting poppy fields in Afghanistan. Not even. But they it. don't talk about that. Because they're the people signing their checks at the New York Times, MSNBCs, CNN, Fox News, they're all they're all getting checks from people making money off the industri- military industrial complex, and that's where we're at. I hope to see everybody this weekend. I hope mm. to see everybody in Salt Lake, West Jordan, and at the Comedy Store on Tuesday. Mark, tell them one more time where they can find you. Say kid, whoa. Say kid, whoa. You got to see that movie. I appreciate you showed up and helped me talk about this movie, and I appreciate you. Johnny, thanks for uh, doing this. Thank you. We appreciate you guys, and we'll talk to you soon.